This is a 980 CKNW podcast. We are talking a bit more about uh, the minimum wage. We know now that the new Democrat government in this province is rolling it out to, to the point where by 2021, the minimum wage will reach $15 an hour. Joining us on the line now to talk a bit more about this is uh, Irene Lanzinger with the BC Federation of Labour. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. No problem. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Uh, I know you have expressed some concern over the timing of how the minimum wage increases are rolling out. What are your concerns with that? Well, I mean, we'll be at 1265 when Alberta and Ontario are both at 15. So we are lagging considerably behind those two provinces. Uh, and we have a more expensive province than they do. So the most expensive province in the country will be you know, two, $2 and, you know, 30 cents behind. Um, but I'm glad we're getting there. Uh, we think the government had the room to do it more quickly. I think that's our major complaint because you have a situation where there's hundreds of thousands of workers, even if they work full-time, their wages below the poverty line. And that needs to be addressed. I mean, there were 16 years where not very much was done about that, so we understand that. But I think the government could have moved more quickly. Uh, will it actually, what, is, is it fair to lump everybody in the same group as far as minimum wage earners uh, when we talk about bringing people out of poverty? Because it, it is a diverse group. It's not all students. It's not all single home families or, or double income families. Uh, is it fair to, to put them all in the same group? Yeah, this question comes up a lot. And I think it is. I, I, I mean, when we look, when we pay wages in a company, we don't say, do you have a partner with a high salary? Did you come from a family that left you a lot of money? You know, we don't analyze people's financial situation when we decide on wages. And when you think of young people, I'm, I'm a teacher. I mean, I know kids whose parents worked for poverty wages, and they were working to contribute to that family income, and they were 16 years old. So, or you have university students who now have enormous debts. You know, they come out of out of university with $35,000 debt. Uh, so to have a young worker's wage or a student wage, yes, some of those young people will come from wealthy families, but some will come from families who are living in poverty. So I don't think it's fair to analyze someone's financial background uh, to, to decide on their wage. That didn't happen for your wage. It doesn't happen happen for mine it shouldn't happen for anybody's and sometimes we think just because someone's young they shouldn't earn a decent wage but we don't know what circumstances that young person is living in no exactly and it's not only based on the age of the worker but it's also the type of job there's certainly a job which requires no education it's very uh, an entry-level job which hopefully somebody does and then moves on to something better yeah i agree that that we do have a system where certain jobs in our um, certain jobs in our society uh, get more. I mean, you, but you can debate that. Should CEOs earn $9 million a year? <laughs> and I say no, because who's responsible for the profits of that company? It's the workers who work every day. And so our, the fundamental principle is that everybody who works should earn a wage above the poverty line. Working shouldn't keep you in poverty. It should lift you out of poverty. And and that's true, you know, whether you're 17 years old and living at home or whether you're a single mom who's 32 and has two kids and is working at Tim Hortons or McDonald's. 
uh, or Starbucks and earning very close to the minimum wage. So everybody deserves a decent wage. It doesn't matter what circumstances they're in. Good wages are good for the economy. They mean fewer kids grow up in poverty, and that's good for us too. What about, though, in uh, some cases uh, in Ontario, for example, where we've seen companies say, with this increase in the minimum wage, we've had to increase our prices. Does that not penalize the same very people that we're trying to help in that goods and services are now more expensive? Yeah, well, there's two things I would say about that. One is that the economic evidence is that raising the minimum wage does not cause inflation because inflation is caused by many factors. Some of them are global. Some of them are decisions of the Central Bank of Canada. So on average, fundamentally, raising the minimum wage does not cause inflation. Will it cause certain businesses to have to raise their prices a little bit uh, because they're paying, they have a greater expense in wages? Yes, it probably will, or it may, certainly. But remember that that cost is spread over thousands, if not more, customers, and they have, you know, 20 or 30 employees, if you're talking about a relatively small business. And so the the price of a hamburger goes up by five cents, but the workers earn a dollar thirty more, right? So the, the, it is not an equal thing. I mean, the the cost, the prices don't go up the same as the wages. So the worker is still much much better off with higher wages, even if the price of goods goes up a few cents. And what about the reaction, though, we saw in Ontario, again, only because that happened most recently, in benefits being cut? And again, the very workers who were supposed to benefit from a higher wage, seeing their hours cut, benefits cut, and being penalized. Yeah, well, I think that's a really bad response on the part of an employer. And I would say employer employers should not do that. Because when you think about it, what they're really doing is the government makes a decision, which I say is a good decision, but clearly they don't agree with. But the government makes a decision, and then they penalize their workers. And that's, I mean, that's just unfair. Uh, but we also saw a tremendous backlash against that. We saw demonstrations in front of Tim Hortons here in Vancouver. There were six separate demonstrations on one day when we decided we would send a message to Tim Hortons. So I hope that what happened in Ontario is is a warning to, to employers here in BC that taking that kind of action is not fair to your workers, but it also um, is very um, disturbing to your customers and may cause a backlash in terms of the customer response to that. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.